The following podcast is part of the 6040 Network. Hey there, and welcome to Everything Small Business, your shortcut to start, build, manage, and grow your small business. I'm Cherie, and in today's episode, this will be a little bit different to our normal discussions because this time I'm sitting down with Elise Valsili, head of Thrive Australia. Here in this episode, Elise shares her knowledge and expertise in digitizing small to medium businesses so that they can streamline their business admin tasks. She'll share what the research shows are the pain points that small businesses experience and just how Thrive is helping business owners reach more customers, get paid faster and manage their online presence. We also have some exciting news about the inaugural Thrive Small Business Grant and just how you can apply. Elise, it's great to have you on the show and welcome to Everything Small Business. Should we start with a little bit about you and your experience in working with small businesses in Australia? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, thank you very much for having me on the show today. Really appreciate it. No worries at all. Well, I've been fortunate enough for the past 17 years to have been able to work with small businesses. And I started at Tribe and one of the products we have in our portfolio is the Yellow Pages. And I started 17 years ago at the Yellow Pages, supporting small businesses with their listings and advertising that they were putting back then into a printed directory. And for me, it was almost an immediate passion of helping and supporting small businesses, whether it was helping them drive leads to their business or actually just being able to give them guidance and advice on what other small businesses were doing and ways in which we could help them kind of progress their dreams. Awesome. And so what, I guess, drew you to small business or is it something that you sort of fell into? So it was an interesting one and something that definitely wasn't my intention um, starting out my career. I worked in the higher education sector and had a very different kind of career trajectory sort of mapped out in my head. But doing something with purpose and feeling like we're ultimately contributing to the success of, of lots of small businesses is incredibly rewarding. And I think if we do something that's rewarding, that kind of fulfills a real purpose that we have and kind of contributes to, to our lives and the greater good of kind of lots of small businesses, it almost makes working not a job. And for me, it was almost a passion that I fell in love with really from day one. And I think being able to go out and see a small business and the first year you were helping them and supporting them, it was on their dining room table while their wife was cooking dinner. And slowly you got to watch the business progress and maybe it was some branding on their their vans and some shirts that they were able to wear. But maybe they got a shop front then and they went from running their kind of fitness classes in the driveway to actually operating out of a studio and then watching them kind of grow and expand. I think there's an aspect of feeling like we played kind of a small part in the success of those businesses. And I think that's incredibly rewarding. Great. And so your business that you work with now, it's quite a large business, right? Yeah, correct. So we've got almost 500 employees here in Australia, and I've got tens of thousands of clients right across the country from sort of Darwin to Tasmania. We've got sort of staff that work right across the nation. Great. And I think with Thrive Australia, it's a business management platform. It absolutely is. So I think one of the opportunities that we've seen over the past couple of years is the world has gotten incredibly complex. Sort of rewind the clock 10, 15, 20 years ago to operate a business, you probably just needed kind of a quote book and a phone and you were set to go. But all of a sudden, technologies changed the way that people do business from how they interact and engage with their clients to making bookings, to keeping a database of customers, to running CRM campaigns, to managing kind of multiple 
all social media platforms. There are so many sort of vast and varied sort of pieces of tech that exist today that for a lot of small business owners, that's something that's quite sort of daunting because all of a sudden it's not just kind of managing what's sort of within my control in my shop or my studio, but people can put reviews online about you. They can do it in a multitude of kind of different platforms. And for us, being able to help simplify that for a business owner was something that we saw as a really important part of our role because they didn't get into business because they loved making bookings and doing invoicing and sending out quotes and keeping up with their admin and following up on people that hadn't paid their bills. They got into business because they absolutely loved their craft. And I think for us, being able to support them in keeping everything in order from a back of house perspective so that they can absolutely focus their time kind of front of house is something that is really important. It's such a useful tool to be able to aggregate and bring things together because there's so much out there and it gets incredibly overwhelming. Oh, it absolutely does. And I think for a lot of small business owners, they almost don't know where to start. And I think helping them navigate that opportunity and take the leap of faith and be able to go out there and even if it's just little baby steps to start with, but to get someone to jump online and start responding to reviews about their business or to get someone to start communicating with their customers because getting customers and getting leads into a business is expensive. But once you've done that plumbing job or once a client that no longer goes to your studio, do you continue to kind of keep in touch with them? Because that's a really great way to bring them back into your business. And I think it's almost just working to build that level of comfortability. Mm. Is there any specific industries that you find work better with Thrive? So a software platform, we actually work with kind of a a vast variety of organizations and different industries. We probably have a really big cohort that sits in the trades and services sector that are our existing customers that we've done business with for years and years and years. But then we have this like long tail of small opportunities from an artist in sort of regional New South Wales who works from a studio in her garage at the back of her house to working with sort of builders and plumbers and florists and dentists. So it is quite vast and varied. So what sort of results then do you generally find that your clients would get? So I think one of them is really being able to, I'm going to say it's twofold because I don't want to pick one, but one of them is absolutely helping them make their business look professional. So if I think about a dog groomer in Melbourne, we were having a chat with last week, he's had his business for years and years and years. And all of a sudden he feels like he runs a professional operation. He's communicating with his customers. He's letting them know about upcoming specials. He's managing his ratings and reviews. He's automated some of his invoicing and quoting tools. He's responsible to reviews online really quickly. And for him, all of those things were always kind of a chore and a task and were kind of pushed on the back burner. And when he had time, he would do them. But actually being able to support him and help him drive his business so that he can spend time doing what he loves. I think that for us is really important because all of those other things are incredibly important for his clients. They just weren't the priority for him. And all of a sudden he feels like we've made him look like he's a a ship sharp professional operation, which he absolutely already was. But I think just giving them that additional level of confidence. So you touched before too on COVID bringing a lot of change. So how do you think that's affected your business or the businesses of your clients? So I think COVID had 
a fairly profound impact right across the board. So for a lot of industries that were impacted, especially ones kind of in Melbourne or Victoria and New South Wales due to the lockdowns, we then had flow-on impacts to stock and supplies. And even when lockdowns had ended and people were able to return to work, they couldn't actually get the supplies that they needed to be able to do their jobs. And I think for some businesses, it's helped them thrive. It's helped them take their business to the next level because they've had to have the courage to do things differently. So whether it was the personal trainer that was running kind of one-on-one PT classes in his driveway that all of a sudden he's running kind of virtual group classes and he's got dozens and dozens of clients, but right across Australia that are joining and kind of participating in these virtual classes. I think for a lot of businesses, it has fundamentally changed the way that they do business. I think for us personally, as an organization, it changed the way that we do business. I'm coming to you live from sort of my lounge room today, where I have a pretty swanky office set up and don't necessarily always have a banner behind me. But for us as an organization, it caused us to think differently because opening up to having sort of a flexible approach to how you work from an office was something that our employees employees told us throughout COVID was really important to them. So I think listening to both your employees and your staff, but also listening to your customers is really critical. And I think it has changed the way that businesses operate. Yeah. So one of the things I think that Thrive does is helps businesses digitize. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So I think for a lot of organizations, kind of digitizing your business kind of sounds like a big, scary term, but I think it really is just giving them the courage to step away from keeping the job board and having all of the work on kind of whiteboards and spreadsheets and carbonated paper and really creating and driving efficiencies in business is really important. And I think kind of an example of that, that we had an event up in Queensland and had a customer come along and there was kind of a any crisis that happened on one of his jobs. And historically, he would have had to have left that event, gone back to the factory to solve that problem. But the fact that he had a lot of the information kind of in his hip pocket meant he was able to resolve it then and there. And not only was he resolving his kind of customer's problem really quickly, but it also gave him the flexibility to continue on kind of at his event rather than historically would have had to have stepped away. Mm. That's actually a really good story for a couple of number of reasons, really. I mean, that's sort of, I guess, the epitome really of small business. I mean, when it's you, it's just you. So you're the problem solver, you're the fixer. So actually having the tools to do that and being able to serve it remotely without actually having to change your own plans, that's such a win. Oh, absolutely. And I think there are so many different steps that a business can take to kind of start digitizing their business and going online and doing things differently. But I think when you start to see those little wins that they're having along the way, it makes it so much more rewarding and worthwhile because whilst the filing cabinet that had all of his quotes and his job sheets was really great in kind of theory and had it in his office, in reality, he was only at his office 20% of the time. And so when those moments happened, he was continually driving backwards and forwards to then deal with suppliers and kind of rearrange things. But being able to have the freedom and flexibility to do it on his terms kind of is incredibly rewarding to see. And I think it gives businesses the confidence to try things differently. I think so too. I mean, there's a certain element of freedom that comes with using technology, but at the same time, it can become incredibly overwhelming. And then trying to find, well, which tech stack suits you? Correct. You know, I mean, I actually really liked how you unpacked what it means to digitize because it's such a used term, especially now. Oh, let's digitize your business. Okay. But what does that actually mean? You know what I mean? 
And I think part of it is over the past 10 years, big corporate companies have focused on kind of the experience that they deliver to their clients. They've created an ability to be able to make bookings at a restaurant 24-7. And they've started to introduce so many different opportunities for people and channels by which you can engage in a business that people's expectations have grown as well. And as a small business owner, that's that's really challenging to navigate because not only are you kind of managing your phone, but all of a sudden they want kind of live chat. They want real-time responses. They want to be able to make their own bookings to come and see you. They want to be able to kind of purchase things from you online. And I think all of those things make running a small business so much more challenging. So how does your software help with that? I think part of the opportunity for us was to really sit back and understand the pain points that a small business has. And Thrive has got so many features within the platform, but all of those features are not right for every customer. And I think the real opportunity for us is to be able to sit back and deeply understand a small business and and how that business operates so that we can provide almost tailored recommendations from them. Because for some business, it's having that brand presence online and having a professional logo and a professional website through to other businesses who really need to build up a database for their clients because they're spending so much money driving leads into their business. But when they get those customers, they're not really doing anything with them. And so helping them open up the communication channels with their clients or helping them be able to kind of follow up on invoices and quotes, because actually the biggest pain point for that business is getting paid. But by the same token, they don't send invoices out sometimes till a week or two after a job's done because they are time poor. And so I think the opportunities for us is to really understand a business and collaborate and work to almost solve those problems that keep them up at night. Yeah, that's really good. So are there any trends then that you've noticed that have developed over the last couple of years or you think that might be a future trend? I think from a trends perspective, I think businesses probably don't give themselves the credit that they deserve. And I think for a lot of businesses, there are so many things that they're jumping in and trying and and taking a leap of faith. And I think one of those is almost understanding kind of the resources that they have around them and how to tap into those resources. Because I think no one business is going to solve all of the problems for a small business. But I think sometimes they end up with this kind of spaghetti web of kind of technology that they're well intended to start with, but then becomes a real problem for them to operate because they've got kind of tech on tech on tech on tech managing their business. So I think it's almost trying to find that sweet spot of digitizing your business but not building something so kind of complex and convoluted that it then becomes a real challenge to manage for you. So I think whatever that solution is, it needs to be kind of simple, it needs to be elegant, and it needs to be really seamless for a business owner because most of those tasks and activities are not the thing that they passionately love about running a business. And I think it's on us and kind of all supporters of small business to find ways in which we can make their lives easier, not more complex. Yeah, I definitely agree with that for sure. So is there anything else, I guess, in that space that you think people should be aware of? Well, I think the other one, and I don't know that per se, it's an up and coming trend, but I think personally, I'm super passionate about supporting small business. I think even just taking that leap of faith to go out on your own is something that takes a huge amount of courage to do because for a lot of those people, they had a a reliable salary coming in beforehand, but actually they've taken the courage to go out on their own. So one of the opportunities that we're kind of working through at the moment is almost a small business grants program where we're giving small business 
businesses an opportunity to be able to get a cash injection to their business to help them take their business to the next level, whatever that next level might be. And for some businesses, it may support them in bringing some additional help and resources in. For someone else, it may be kind of moving into a shop front. But I think for us, being able to sort of to champion small businesses like you do is something that I'm really passionate about and I think is really important for us. So that's probably one of the up and coming ones that I am really excited about because I think being able to make a difference in a lot of people's lives is something that I think as an organization makes us really proud. So is there anything more that you could share about that now? Yeah, that would be fantastic. So the grant opens on Monday, the 4th of April, and we will be giving three small business owners a cash injection up to the value of $15,000. We will be giving them some business coaching and mentoring sessions, and we'll also be giving them access to our soft free of charge. So for us, that's something that I think is really exciting for lots of small business owners. So being able to jump online, absolutely go through to thrivesmallbusinessgrant.com.au for more information information, but we are very excited to be launching that one. Cool. And I think I read somewhere too that you've got ambassadors that help promoting this. We absolutely do. So we've got lots of different ambassadors that we're working with because for us, being able to work with and partner with people who are completely aligned to the industries and verticals that our clients are in is really important. So we definitely have a couple of ambassadors that we're working with. We're working with tradies in business, which is really supporting kind of the trade sector and being able to provide trades with kind of mentoring from people that they kind of look up to in their industry is something really important. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, that mentor experience of finding people who have been there and done it, it's not out of a textbook. It's incredibly valuable. Oh, it absolutely is. Because I think you can read a number of books, listen to so many different sort of podcast series, but it's getting some practical advice sometimes that really helps you make that right decision. Because I think We can all provide them with guidance and advice, but knowing practically in their industry what that right next choice to make, being able to give someone the confidence of someone who's been there before and made those choices before, I think is really important. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about here a lot is lessons learned is lessons shared. So it's one of the core values and it's something that we just believe quite strongly in because everybody makes mistakes, but we see them as a learning opportunity. And if we can come together and share them, which is normally the hallmark of bigger organizations, that's really what we're all about. And I think that is so important because part of it is, I think sometimes business owners are nervous about sharing what they're doing and how they're doing it or problems that they face with other small business owners. But the benefit that you get back in return from having those conversations is massive. And I think understanding the problems and challenges that business owners face and where things have fallen over and then the steps they took to kind of rectify the situation so that the same situation didn't occur the next time, I think is so important for business owners. And I actually think building those communities is something that is critically important because knowledge is power as a business owner. Yeah, I definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah. One of our little taglines is applied knowledge is power. So taking what it is and then taking the action on it to affect the change is what's important. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So I think Jane might've shared with you our seven core values. So we love our values. I actually love your values too. And I think it was incredibly difficult kind of reading through them because I think so many of them resonated with myself. That's great. So is there anyone that I guess really stood out? There definitely is. So I think the one that I've selected is deliver meaningful impact. I think if you do something every single day that you feel like you're contributing and you feel like you're giving back, 
it gives you a rock solid purpose as to why you do what you do. And I think for me, that was probably the one that resonated the most. That's great. It's one of the things that, I mean, they all mean just so much to us. We can't really pick a specific one, but the meaningful impact was important. Like we've chosen our words and it's evolved over years now, really. So have you yourself got any big, hairy, audacious goals then for the next 12 months? So for the next 12 months, personally, or business focused, and I might kind of give you one from each bucket, but one of the ones kind of personally for myself is to continue to invest in myself because I think sometimes we get so busy and invest so much time at work that we forget about kind of ourselves. And so for me, I'm wanting to kind of go back to school to do a short course and really help build my own personal skills. Because I think I'm a mum, I work full time, I've got two amazing children, but sometimes my needs go on the back burner. And so personally for me, and I think that would be the same for quite a lot of business owners is to make sure that you focus on yourself as well, because it's kind of incredibly important. And from a business perspective, one of the things that I absolutely love doing, and I think it makes my role so incredible rewarding is talking to our customers. I think you can define a strategy out of an Excel spreadsheet based on kind of sales and volumes and things that have come through, but really it only gives you kind of part of a picture. And I think for me, being able to connect with our customers and understand their experience dealing with our business, understand what's important for them at the moment, what their future goals are, it gives it so much more value when you sit back and try and build out your plans and build out your strategies. So one of kind of the pieces that I've done is kind of lock time away in my calendar where I'm just talking to customers. So whether it's going out and seeing them, whether it's picking up the phone and calling them, or whether it's also sitting with our customer service team members and actually talking to them on the phone and kind of answering the calls that come through the call center, because I think that is so incredibly invaluable. It is. It's one of the tools I think major CEOs should use more often as a general rule. But I think even when there are learning opportunities and things haven't gone right, taking the time to just sit down and understand why they haven't gone right is so important. And I think it can be really easy to take kind of negative criticism personally, especially as a small business owner, but actually unpacking it. You can find some real golden nuggets on how you can do things differently and actually turn those customers into kind of raving fans. Yeah, we agree with that too. To us, it's never a failure. It's only feedback about what didn't work or what could be improved or changes that you could make for the future. Yeah, correct. Cool. So what do you love most, I guess, about helping small business? So for me, small business is kind of the backbone of the Australian economy. And for me, feeling like we're contributing and we're supporting those businesses is really important. And I think every time I talk to a customer, I walk out with a little spring in my step because I feel like we've played a little bit and kind of made a little difference in the lives of that business. And the advice and guidance that you're able to give people and the support that you're able to give them is really important. And being able to help them make that next decision and help them kind of decide where their business is going and to be able to build a platform that can help them and support them navigating and getting there is really important. And I think for us as a business and for me as an individual, it's kind of why we do what we do. Yeah, that's really nice. I really like that, actually. It is definitely a passion about helping small business succeed. And it's more than just a tagline. Do you know what I mean? It absolutely is. And it's kind of contagious. It's like once you've got it, you kind of move away from it. That's it. I mean, I guess it's when you're in bigger business, you kind of get a bit disconnected from your clients or from the you know business itself. But when you're a small business, you're living it. It's what you do. It's how you make a living. It's all integrated with your life. There's no separation. It's not taking off a hat and going home. It's everything, really. 
Correct. And even when you're at the kids' football game on the weekend or doing other things, you're still getting calls and you're still on and it isn't an always-on investment. And even if it's not clients calling you, you're still thinking about and strategizing and building plans on what needs to be done. Definitely. So actually, I'm going to take a bit of a digression. So I saw on your site that you talk about data as well and managing data. So how do you do that? Well, I think for a lot of small businesses, even being able to just take stock and understand kind of the transactions that have kind of transpired, the stock that you have on hand, being able to help them make kind of better purchasing decisions in their business with buying stock, I think is really important. But I think also building kind of a reputable base of kind of your clients and and understanding your clients, understanding the demographic of your clients, where do they come from? You can then use those customers as well to help inform future decisions that your business is going to make, future locations of kind of a second site or a second park that you want to set up kind of your PT classes in, I think is really kind of critical for businesses. And I think understanding how they can use their business information to kind of make better decisions moving forward, I think is an important one for business. So is that kind of like a business intelligence unit, but for small business? It almost is probably more so like a sort of a CRM platform. Big businesses will use the likes of kind of a Salesforce and and custom build it out. And for us, allowing them to be able to have line of sight and visibility of the purchases, the transactions, the customers that they did business with, and then empower them to be able to use that data meaningfully. And I think one of the ones that we've kind of discovered along the journey is for a lot of small businesses, that kind of seems really scary. And so we've realized that we actually need to be there to support them. So if they're on the kitchen table on a Saturday afternoon and they're kind of looking at all of this information and they kind of don't know where to start helping them and kind of having someone available to them to help them build out their first CRM campaign to be able to start communicating with their customer base or to help them understand what they've sold in the past kind of month, what that kind of future trajectory is going to look like, I think is important for us to be there. And I think one of the ones that we established kind of quite early on is building the technology is one thing, but really making sure that we are there to support them every step of the way is probably the other one that is critically important. I definitely agree with that. I mean, it it is support, isn't it? Sometimes it's not just the knowledge because there's so many shiny new objects out there. It's how do you focus on the stuff that's going to work for you? Correct. And I think helping them navigate what those opportunities are, but also sometimes I think it's a confidence piece as well, because putting yourself out there and starting to kind of communicate with the people that have done business with you can be really scary. And jumping in there, even if you've done everything perfectly, I think just being able to talk to someone and find out what other business owners have done, the types of campaigns that they've run, what the branding and messaging that they've used, I think just being able to almost sometimes just validate that they are absolutely on the right track gives them that level of confidence. And so I don't always think it's an education piece. Sometimes it's just a confidence piece to make them feel like they are making the right decision for their business. So still just circling back to the platform, do you then draw data from accounting programs as well? We actually work really closely with a lot of the accounting software. So the platform does integrate with the likes of sort of MYOB that a small business owner might have so that we can, because that's sort of a critical piece for a lot of small business owners is is not doing something that's going to create additional work for them. It's doing something that's going to be really complementary to the things that are important to them. Okay, that's great. So is there one lesson out of your life that you'd like to share? 
I think as a small business owner, I kind of resonate with something that you said earlier around knowledge is power and talk to people. You've got an opportunity to be able to have conversations with other small business owners, with other kind of businesses that support small business. And I think sometimes using that network to help you make the right sort of choices and decisions for your business, being able to help you build confidence that you're on the right track or help you figure out what that next thing is. I think people are incredibly generous of their time, effort and spirit and lots of people out there want to help you and I think sometimes just being having the confidence to reach out I think as a business owner is really important yeah I would agree too so I guess finally as we come to the end where can people find you online so you can definitely jump online and go to thrive thryv.com.au and find more information about us as an organization and you've also got the opportunity to jump online and complete a demonstration and learn a little bit more about the software or even jump online to apply for the small business grant so you don't have to be one of our clients to do that either so definitely jump online and check us out and that's the 4th of april it is the 4th of april that it opens up Perfect. Thanks so much for being on the show. I do think that there's a lot of people that people will be able to take away from this. So thanks for sharing your time. No problems at all. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. No, that's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you. Well, that's everything small business for today. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to stay up to date with our show, please subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. If you know someone who might enjoy this podcast, please share it with them or share it on your socials and tag us. Until next time, this is everything small business.